this is the no frills version of what I talked about the other night. It did. It, it lasted for a while. It was a three-hour show. If you don't have the stomach for the three-hour show, what I intend to do here is lay out the same set of arguments and give you the same information in a much shorter time frame. I will not be taking questions this time or responding to comments for the simple reason that when it creates a really long YouTube video, a lot of people say, I want to watch it, but... I just need the information. I don't, I don't, I'm not here, uh, you know, f to answer questions and all that. So I want to get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. The thesis is that the deep church is preparing for a second lockdown. They took away your Easter, they took away your Lent, and they are preparing to take away your Christmas. That would be the coup de grace that the deep church could, uh, could actually achieve. So I have some updated information from the last video. So even if you watch the last video, I have updated information, a couple new slides, a couple new tidbits. But we're going to walk through, uh, I'm going to call it a syllogism. It's not really a syllogism, but I am going to walk through my argument for what I see is coming, okay? So here we go. First, let's go to studio-wide. Now, recall back in July. In July, we had Father Rothrock get canceled in the cancel culture of the deep church. Why did he get canceled? Because he referred to the Black Lives Matter protesters, which had just emerged as a result of the death of George Floyd, as maggots. He called them maggots. Um, this was not obviously a very popular thing for him to say, but in the context of what he was saying, and he printed it in his church bulletin, he was saying that they are feeding on the dead putrid culture in which we live, just like vultures do, just like maggots do. He was shut down. He was immediately canceled by the deep church. And I'm going to get into exactly who's in the deep church, what are, what are their aims, what are their goals. Uh, I think it will become clear by the end of this video, so you've got to stick with me. Okay, so that happens July 2nd. Then what happens? Just that same week on, on the 5th of July or the 7th of July, news breaks that Bishop Robert Barron in Los Angeles is a million-dollar man. He took a bailout a check from the government for word on fire, which I affectionately refer to as, uh, as pants on fire. Pants on Fire Ministries, Bishop Pants on Fire took a million dollars from you, from your pocket, from my pocket, from the American taxpayer's pocket to keep Pants on Fire Ministries going. Now, somebody called me out on the math that I gave in the longer uh, version of the video, and I do just want to respond to that. The manner in which these PPP loans, which are forgivable loans, the manner in which those are calculated, it has to. It was designed to be a two to three month bridge. Yes, the calculation the government asks you to submit does take into account your 12-month rolling average of your payroll. And I don't want to get lost in the math here, but this is designed to be a temporary bridge for people who have employees. Look at those guns on that guy. Somebody works out, and a bunch of the guys that work around him work out too. I bet they're workout buddies. Um, okay, that happened. People freaked out. Rightly so. You and I got mad. We said our taxpayer money is going to support Pants on Fire Ministries, which I don't even, uh, I mean, I can't even, I can't even watch it for more than 10 seconds. Then this is the updated piece of information that I did not present in the three hour video. The entire Catholic Church in the United States took three and a half billion dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Three and a half billion dollars were transferred. Now put this into context, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not, look, 
people can say whatever they want about this, and I've I've getting I'm getting called out. I was even warned that there are certain bishops that are now after me personally for for just making these YouTube videos as a part time amateur video guy. Uh, I'm an amateur Catholic, not a professional Catholic. Three and a half billion dollars was transferred from the U.S. Treasury, funneled through uh, local banks into the coffers of the Catholic Church around the country. Three and a half billion dollars sent to 9,500 different parishes around the country and dioceses and archdioceses, chanceries, etc. Never in human history, ladies and gentlemen, never in human history has an organization been paid three and a half billion dollars to stay closed. Think about that. The Catholic Church made three and a half billion dollars as hush money to stay closed. Okay, that's the update information that I didn't show in the other video. I, I alluded to it. I said, yeah, they, they earned billions of dollars. This is mainstream news. Other people who are smarter than I am calculated the numbers. They crunched it. Three and a half billion dollars transferred from the federal government into the coffers of the Roman Catholic Church in exchange for their complicit shutdown, in exchange for the church declaring herself to be non-essential personnel. Do you remember when that happened back in March? Back in March, bishop by bishop, archbishop by archbishop, parish by parish, we are declaring ourselves non-essential. But you say, Mike, can you keep going? I have to keep moving through this video so I can keep it short. Then what happens, ladies and gentlemen? Um, for the next 12 seconds, I don't have scotch to drink, but I do have this water bottle. Bishop Barron comes out and says, he comes out swinging. He wrongly thinks that the only people who have a problem with the transfer of wealth, this transfer payment from the federal government to the church via the banks in forgivable loans, non-recourse, they do not have to pay this money back. Some of you are going to come at me and say, well, these are loans, I have to pay them back. They're no recourse! If they don't pay them back, they are guaranteed by the federal government. This is risk-free money. It's free money from the government. And if, they, and if the churches don't pay these loans back, which many of them won't be able to, can't, or don't plan to, nothing happens to them. It doesn't go on their credit report. Nobody forecloses on them. There's no collections agent sent. Okay? That's the, that is how the PPP program works. So Barron comes out and he says... Uh, you guys are just attacking me, and it's the it's the rad trads, and I'm the real traditionalist. Watch this. Well, I'm a traditionalist, meaning I stand in the great uh, uh, tradition of, of Christian revelation, the great tradition of the church, which is a living tradition, which very much includes the Second Vatican Council. Oh, boy. Okay, I can't even. All right, so he comes out. He says, I'm the real traditionalist. He, he wrongly thinks that it's just the trads that have a problem with the government paying off the church. Why is that a trad problem, Your Excellency? Why why is that why is that a traditionalist problem? Why 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 do you think it's conservatives and vitriol? So what does he do? This is the core. This is the crux of this theory. Okay, so you've got this wealth transfer, unprecedented to the Catholic Church, and people are ticked off about it, like me. I'm sitting here saying, listen, I, I, not, not another dime to the chanceries, but the Caesar, Caesar says, well, I'll give your dimes to the chanceries for you. And so we get ticked off about them. What does Bishop Barron do? He holds this secret meeting. 
he hosts an invite-only meeting to discuss Rad Trad's online vitriol. Now, again, he is assuming that it is our problem, that it's a trad problem, that it's a conservative problem, that it's just you and me who, uh, who don't think that the government should be paying off the church in order to close down. Three and a half billion dollars transferred to an organization to do nothing. It's never happened in history before. It's totally without precedent. First of all, the American Catholic Church canceling itself, declaring herself to be a non-essential personnel, has never happened before. The, the states and local governors did not cancel the church. They didn't force them to shut down. The Catholic Church voluntarily chose to shut down. And then it was revealed later that they were lobbying Washington for a bailout, which they received. Now, when you and I got upset about it, we didn't have Easter Mass. We didn't have the sacraments. They took away the highest feasts of the liturgical year. We get upset about it, so what does Barron do? He, he hosts an invite-only meeting with the National Catholic Distorter, with Crux Catholic, with, um, uh, with, with CNA, Catholic News Agency, which is a subsidiary of EWTN. A lot of you like to make the distinction between the two NCRs. You say, Mike, there's a good NCR and there's a bad NCR. There's National Catholic Reporter, which is good, National, or, which is bad, National Catholic Register, which is good. Well, guess what? EWTN's subsidiary, wholly owned subsidiary, Catholic News Agency, was also there, and they were taking orders from Bishop Barron. Now, here are a couple of the juicy headlines. Now, these aren't these are not juicy headlines insofar as Mike is just trolling the page and trying to see exactly what is going on with the National Catholic Distorter. And you know, this isn't just Mike has an axe to grind. And I did a Lexus Nexus search for the most uh, ridiculous headlines that the NCR puts out. No, these are I, I literally am just scrolling and. Grabbing headlines like this is this is what they publish on a on a daily basis. For those who are listening in Podcastville and not watching the visuals here, you've got articles about uh, we need female deacons, we need female cardinals, gay marriage is okay, abortion's not a sin. I mean, this is what the National Catholic Distorter puts out. The these people were present at this top secret meeting that Bishop Barron held, and they were so stupid that they even reported on it themselves. I think they were just so excited to be invited to the party, that to, to be taken seriously as serious Catholic news, so-called fake news, uh, that they were just like so giddy, like, oh, we got invited to the cocktail party, to the secret Zoom meeting uh, with Bishop Barron where he, can, where he can deliver his hits. And that's exactly what he's doing. So the second part of this thesis... The first part is the, the church gets bailed out, they get paid to do nothing, um, and, and Bishop Barron now has, goes into reactionary mode because they are planning for another uh, bailout because they're planning for another shutdown. The second portion of this theory, ladies and gentlemen, is that when we go into shutdown, when we are, when we are relegated to live streaming our masses, when we are cast aside and told that, uh, you know what, just make a spiritual communion. And you know what, if, you're, if your bishop actually does tell you to make a spiritual communion, that's an improvement over what most of us are told. I hear almost no bishops talking about how to sanctify the Sabbath. You st- the third commandment still applies. You do have to keep holy the Lord's day even if you can't go to Mass. Very few of them tell you how to do that, but a lot of them claim to be epidemiological experts and, and virologists. 
Yes. Okay. So, uh, your virologist, uh, who's in the Episcopate, is planning on shutting it down and, and taking taking away masks. But the big problem in the 21st century with all this technology is that you could choose to live stream whatever mass you want, and they don't want you to do that, ladies and gentlemen. They don't want you live streaming masses from conservatives. They don't want you ingesting authentic Orthodox Catholic teaching from guys like Father Altman, from Father Nolan, from Father Altier. So they have decided that in advance of shutting the church down, in advance of canceling Christmas, in exchange for another bailout, very profitable business model, by the way, do nothing, get, get a huge sum of money for doing nothing, who wouldn't sign up for that, especially if you had no supernatural faith? In advance, to prep the battlefield to prevent you from receiving good Orthodox Catholic teaching when the church goes into shutdown, they decide a bunch of hit jobs. So at this secret meeting, where Bishop Barron is dictating to the, to the Catholic media, elites in the Catholic media, he's saying, you are going to go after these priests, and you are going to shut them down. So here, here we have... Catholic News Agency, CNA, going after Father Nolan. I did a whole video about Father Nolan. Um, you can check it out. Uh, that's, what the, that's what the thumb link looks like. You can find that video on this very playlist, uh, the live stream playlist for Restoring the Faith. Incidentally, I still do the deliberate podcast called Living the Faith, and I do interviews, um, which are called Full Disclosure, and I still put out prayers and all kinds of things too. But lately I've been doing a lot of live streams, so I put all the live streams on one playlist so that I have different products and they're segmented, so if you like this product, you can watch it or whatever and share it. So they go after Father Nolan, they cancel him, the CNA comes down hard on him, I unpack all of that, there are reasons for it that are, that are personal, that are, uh, and, 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 um, and you have to watch that video. Then, you've got the Father Altman thing, so you've got Father Altman comes out with a video, he says you can't be Catholic and Democrat, they promptly, like lightning bolt from heaven, they strike, they shut him down, here's the, here's the statement from his bishop where he says, I don't necessarily disagree with the words that you said, but it's just your tone lacks charity. You're so mean, Father Altman. Um, so I did a video about Father Altman already. You can check out that video as well. Um, that one was really well received. I, I did play some some clips. There's only one bishop in America out of 200. One bishop in America out of 200. Bishop Strickland came to his defense, Father Altman's defense. Okay, so let's, let's just wrap this one up because uh, let's walk through the logic one more time and hear, listen to what I'm telling you to do, and then the so what, the call to action, the how do we react to this information. Okay, so the first thing, thing we need to understand is that the church is preparing for a second lockdown. How do I know that? How do you and I know that? Well, we can see it happening around the world. The lockdown serves so many of the New World Order agenda items. The lockdown is so useful. I, you and I know that. We've talked about this. We get it. This is not about a virus. It's not about your safety. They are preparing another lockdown. It's about control. It's about the election. It's about a lot of things. It's about moving to a cashless society. It's about tracking your everyday movements. It's about transitioning from a terrorist state 
from an from an anti-terrorist safety uh, surveillance state into a biohazard bioprotective state and it's using the same apparatus supposedly ostensibly for your safety but it, essentially they are spying on us they're collecting on us they're controlling us that's what the lockdown is about the catholic church unfortunately is not astute enough to figure this out or worst case they're complicit with it either way they're being bought off they were bought off the first time and they're preparing to be bought off the second time they were paid three and a half billion dollars to shut down non-recourse loans funneled through banks bankers give these loans out to the church and if the church defaults and doesn't pay them back the bank just goes back to the government says they didn't pay me back i'll take my money so the banks happily write these loans they underwrite these loans. Nine and a half thousand different parishes or Catholic organizations in America took three and a half billion dollars to stay home, to stay scared, to live stream the mass. But there's a big problem, and Bishop Barron figured it out. He figured it out that when we go into another lockdown, which they're doing in Great Britain, which they're doing in Canada, just yesterday Trudeau came out and said the second wave is coming in Canada, prepare for a lockdown. Just when that occurs, Bishop Barron says, well, we can't have people listening to Orthodox, good, holy, Catholic teaching because they have, a, they have a choice in their live stream. Suddenly, when you are disconnected from your local parish, you can watch any live stream you want. You can go watch a live stream from New Zealand, especially if the preaching is good and the liturgy is beautiful, the AV quality is decent, Right? So now that you are disaggregated, that you are unplugged from your local parish and they can't control you, the big fear amongst the liberals, the big fear is that you are going to go out and watch a Father Altman, Father Nolan, Father Altier, Father Anyone, Father Rothrock, any, any, name any of these guys that they've canceled over the last 90 days as a result of this secret meeting that Bishop Barron held. So I, this occurred to me the other night. You know how bin Laden sits in a cave and ordered terrorist strikes around the world uh, to serve his own agenda? That's what's happening here. Except instead of sitting in a cave, Bishop Barron is sitting in a cocktail party in Santa Barbara, California, and he's ordering hits. And, he's, and, and the so-called Catholic media, like CNA, are complicit in the deep church, and they happily will go and take down these good holy priests to silence them, pile on. Remember the priest in Chicago that burned the rainbow flag, set it on fire? Whatever happened to him? He was canceled. His name was erased from the history books. So that's what's happening. Now, they want to take Christmas from you. They want to take Christmas from you for a lot of reasons. I'm not saying, uh, look, I'm not sitting here saying that the hierarchy of the Catholic Church in the United States is conspiring to take away Christmas. I'm not saying that they're getting their jollies off by withholding from you. Okay, that's not what I'm saying. Do I suspect that some of them are? Well, I don't know. I'll leave that. I, I, think, I think you and I probably are on the same page about that, and I really don't need to, I don't need to go into that. But I do have to tell you, the unprecedented transfer of wealth, $3.5 billion, to, an, to a global organization as paid off as hush money in, in the form of non-recourse loans funneled through the banksters into the coffers of the Catholic Church in exchange for complicitness 
That has never happened before, ladies and gentlemen. The federal government has made a huge investment in the Catholic Church. And when the purveyors of this hoax try to demoralize us with this coming election by locking us back down, it's going to get cold. People are going to get sick. They're going to get the flu. Do you remember this summer, people would die from car accidents, but it would be counted as a COVID death because they died with COVID, not of COVID? People are going to die with COVID, not of COVID. It's going to get cold. They're going to, they're going to freak out. They're going to shut us down for their own purposes. And do you think that in this second iteration of it, that the hierarchy of the, of the American church is going to stand by and let it happen? Well, maybe they'll have another three and a half billion reasons to stand back and let it happen. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is the point of this shorter video. That's what I talked about in the longer version. I went into much greater detail. If you, if you thought that this video was informative and you followed the logic of it and it seems like it makes sense to you, I do recommend maybe uh, spending some time and watching the longer one because I, I brought in a lot more details. But the so what? What do we do? Well, we prepare to fight. We don't stand for it. We are not going to stand for another lockdown. I oppose another lockdown, and so should you. And to the extent that any of the of the dioceses and archdioceses and 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 parishes and are take pressure from unelected bureaucrats and state and local county health officials who now act like little fauches telling you what you can do with your life, you have to oppose them. You have to oppose them with every fiber of your being. You have to unmask. Uh, go to Mass, demand that your churches stay open, picket signs, call, write, email your bishops, make his life a living nightmare. That's what we have to be prepared to do. And that's what we're going to do. We are going to do. So I'm officially putting all of you on notice in the American hierarchy. Open the churches. Do not go along with this new world order crap. We know that COVID, uh, the, the reaction to COVID has been largely an overreaction and a hoax. We now know the science is, is clear. The math is clear. The statistics tell us exactly what it is. We will not stand for it, Your Excellency. And if you try to cancel Christmas, if you try to shut it down, we will force our way in. We will force it open. I saw a video of some uh, good... Uh, solid Irish Catholics who forced their way into their own church. They said, this is our church. Our ancestors built it. We're going in. We're opening it. You're not doing Muslim mosque crap in here. This is ours. And that's what we need. We need to take a, we need to take a page out of the old leadership book from the Irish. And there are other Europeans as well who are leading on this issue, and Americans are lagging. The American Catholic Church needs to catch up. We need to open our churches, period, end of story. So let's get to it. Thank you so much for watching. Share the video, like the page, subscribe to the channel. I am putting these out as podcasts as well, finally. I'm, I'm almost caught up on the podcast, so you can search for Restoring the Faith in Podcastville. Um, and again, get ready to fight. Get ready to fight because it's coming.